How good is Kevin White going to be? He may be the next Calvin Johnson, but he may be the next Charles Rogers. Those questions are, how good will they be? There were so many years in the past we've gone through like, oh boy, I mean, look at that guy. they got people who couldn't start. They couldn't even make another roster and they're starting for the Bears. It's the future. Down and distance. On WGNRadio.com. Cutler, Langford. Room to run. Across the 30. Langford now. In Durant's territory, Jeremy Langford. Can he go? Yes, he can. Touchdown, Chicago. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Down and Distance. Jared Payton here with you alongside my man, Sean Davis, SD2Mikes on Twitter. I'm at Peyton Sun, P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N. Getting a chance now to talk some football as we have Bears training camp and NFL training camp right around the corner. And I don't know if it's because we live in a town right now, especially with the Cubs and baseball being so hot here in Chicago, and that when it is good baseball, people do say that it it goes a little bit faster. And now we're already around the corner from training camp and another season with this Bears team underneath John Fox and Ryan Pace. So we always do this every single year on Down a Distance. We bring in the man that it's only right to sit down and talk to and break bread with before the season starts. That's John Moon Mullen, writer, Bears writer for CSN Chicago. Follow him on Twitter at CSN Moon Mullen. Moon, good to have you in studio, my man. Oh, uh, it's, it's good to know it's football season, but it's always football season. What are we talking about here? Isn't and now it is, Sean. I mean, it's this is it's football season. If you turn on ESPN or any of these other you know stations. It's football all the time, and it doesn't seem like, why are you force-feeding me this? It's, I need more of this right now, right? Yeah, it's amazing. It's but, amazing. And I think the NFL has done an amazing job over the 25 years that I've been around the, the Bears of of making it not just an all a year-round thing, but having different things. You know, once upon a time, when I used to go to the Combine, they didn't want media there. There might be 20 people. And they, you know, they said, well, it's just for the teams. And they really discouraged. So Don Pearson and I and Dan Pompey would go down. But it was, they didn't want you there. Well, now it's, you know, 950 of my closest friends in some media event. Then they've made the draft a meaningful event. So what they've given you as a football fan is a year-round thing, but not always, not just game, 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 game. You can exhale. Now we'll, now we'll spend time with free agency. Now we'll get you over to the draft. Now we'll get you, you know, have the combine. So it's a year-round thing with some differences, with some interesting – it's a little different shading of things, but it's always football and all pointing toward, obviously, toward the season. Yeah, I, I really enjoy how things are kind of spaced out in this this media world that we live in now because we have the ability to get – to have access to whatever we want, whenever we want. People are always mm-hmm. writing about football – and I think this year it's pretty interesting, Moon. So I look forward to kind of breaking this down with you. I, I sat up last night. My daughter didn't want to go to sleep uh, until about eleven o'clock. I put her down at about eleven, and I went downstairs and I just started writing out questions, just to kind of throw at you because there's a, a lot of question marks, and, and not, not mm. question not question marks in a bad way, but questions that I have inside of my head about this team now, which I'm looking forward to seeing, not in a bad mm-hmm. way. But one of the questions was, when you look at what happened last season offensively, uh, Jay Cutler was had a lot of, I, I guess, questions coming into the season, how he was going to be. Him, Adam Gase just 
clicked, and I feel like just how young he was, he had an offensive mind that he could really relate mm-hmm. to, and we saw that translate over in onto the football field. Alshon Jeffrey was there. Sometimes injuries crept in, and he basically did this and had a great season without having a lot mm-hmm. of great weapons around him. Uh, Eddie Royal had got the injuries. Eddie Royal and, and, got injured. You know, they realized they never had their top three receivers, their projected top three at the same time, and that includes Kevin White. They never had Kevin White, and I don't remember how many exact games that Alshon Jeffrey and Eddie Royal both started. I mean, Jay Cutler and Adam Gase were working with a a toolbox without a hammer, or they were missing a couple couple of screwdrivers or something. So I I, kind of break this whole thing down when I look at the, the offense and defense. To me... Do you you see the defense got better free agency in the draft? The Bears' offense, I mean, now you have some additions. I think question marks on who Kevin White can be or Mm -hmm. what he should be. Elshon Jeffrey coming off of playing on this franchise tag now. How how he's going to come out? Does does this light a fire underneath him to not only show the Bears, but to show the entire league who's watching his film that I can be a number one receiver? Are there more questions for you on offense than defense this year? Wow. Um, No, I don't know if I would – more uncertainty with offense – only because you you don't have Martellus Bennett and Matt Forte. You you had certain known quantities, and those are gone. So that's that's obviously a, a big sort of thing. But the overall with the questions, Jerry, is some of them are not. Oh my goodness, do they have anybody who can play the nickel or not? They're, they're not. I won't call them negative questions, but it's it's a question more. How good is Kevin White going to be? I mean, again, he may be. He may be the next Calvin Johnson. He may be the next Charles Rogers. Mm -hmm. But I think most of those questions realistically are how good will they be? Can they can they do? They're not. There were so many years in the past we've gone through like, oh boy, what's the defensive line going to be? Look at that guy. They got people who couldn't start. They couldn't even make another roster, and they're starting for the Bears. I don't see that now. So to me, it's a question. For example, Jay Cutler. Jay Mm Cutler is always a question. Is he going to take another step? Because he had a good year which just moved him into that top securely into that top 15 but it wasn't a you know it was a 92 93 passer rating he had his best year adam gase really got through to him on simplicity getting rid of the interceptions which i noticed during training camp all of a sudden he'd gone 11 or 12 practices no picks yeah, that crazy. was an accidental and it carried over into the season so it's a question is jay going to take another step you know he's he's already at a you can win with him you kind can. of step but is he going to be – Is what's he going to be with Kevin White? What's he, is Alshon Jeffrey going to be just Alshon Jeffrey like he was last year or Alshon Jeffrey? Well, I, I think the, the addition of having Kevin White and if he can be healthy, it's only going to benefit what Alshon can do because that means when you have more weapons on the football field – They can't concentrate means they on can't you. can't concentrate on everybody. That means you need to get a chance. And there's going to be chances, which we see Jay Cutler, which I – the one thing that I truly love about his game is that he has the ability when he gets those matchups that he wants to be able to take advantage of him. And I, and I think that's where he's going to have those opportunities with Alshon 
to kind of figure out. You're going to get one on one every time soon mm-hmm. because Kevin White's going to be running. He's going to recognize the single coverage. Yeah, he's going to recognize. And safety is not going to be in the box, which is going to help Jeremy Langford and Kadeem Carey and in, in your running game. And and they didn't really. They had that sometimes, but Alshon Jeffrey, again, a terrific receiver, but neither he nor Eddie Royal is a true field stretcher. Yes, this is a guy that's they scaring the that. pants off the off the safeties. I mean, I, what, what was happening? We didn't get to see it last year because he again he was left on the shelf for the for the remainder of the season. But I was told during practice nobody could stay with him. No. Jay Cutler said to one guy or somebody, Ryan Pace or whomever, I can't overthrow this guy, which is a nice problem to have if you're a quarterback. So you now got me to the point where let's let's talk about the running game because you get rid of Matt Forte, and I get it. I understand. For I, I feel like Chicago fans, and I think fans all over, but I'll just stick with Chicago fans. We, we truly love – when we have a player that we love, mm-hmm. do we – we love them and for what they do. And what Matt did in Chicago, I, I don't even think you could put a price on it. And the you, way they do it. And, you know, and, yeah, I think and the we way. like people that just are quiet and just go out and, and do their job. And really do, do their job. And that's what Matt did. So now you're replacing him. And you're also, you got rid of, well, we'll get there. I, I, see, I don't want to go too far. I got to stretch this thing out. <laughs> let's, start with, let's start with the running backs. Matt's gone now, gone to the Jets I hope he does well. I hope he has a chance to really play well. And I think that it sets up for him to maybe do something a little different in New York that he maybe wasn't asked to do here. Mm -hmm. I think he's still to really, truly run the ball. Can he? We didn't really see him running between the tackles as much. He wasn't really asked to in the offenses that he was in. But now you have a guy, Jeremy Langford, who had a chance to sit underneath a year of Mm -hmm. Matt Forte and learn from him to see what it means to not only play football, to be a pro. Be a pro. I mean, Matt is is a pro in how he handles the game, how he prepares in the offseason. I think that's going to carry over in a guy, Jeremy Langford, who got a chance to see him. Is it too much to ask, and is it going to be too much to ask for him to kind of step in those shoes and be exactly what Matt is? Because you're talking about a second-year guy that we saw flashes of how what he probably could be, but it wasn't consistent enough. That he's coming into year two, and now everybody's like, well, they, they already anointed him. Well, I, a lot I, of people I, did before the season was even over. But no, I think there's more. I, I would keep an eye on Kadeem Carey a little more and, and Jordan Howard. They spent a, a draft choice on a 230-pound running back. One of the things they lost with Matt was about 15 pounds. I mean, it, Jeremy... Uh, Lankford and, and Carey are both about 207 to 210 215 if they overeat for a couple meals. <laughs> Matt was playing close to 220 and reinvented himself, and, and which, you, you, to your point about um, learning how to be a pro, you know, Matt came up with kind of not running the hill in, in, in Walter's tradition, but something like that. And so they saw what you need to do even late in your career. The, the question I would have had get just in passing with letting Forte go is whether or not he was really going to fit into that you know, a thirty-year-old veteran guy who's still—I'm I'm better than these guys. Why am I splitting time with them? He said kind of the right things last year. I'm not sure that would have been a good fit this year. No, so you know, you got to move now. The problem is you got two running backs, both average three six or three seven. Are they going to be able to? You know, Matt Forte is a career four one four point one a carry guy. Yeah. So and the receiving, you're, you know, the bigger picture. What he needs to do, what Jeremy Langford and Kadeem Carey really need to do, is win the confidence of Jay Cutler. Mm. Meaning blitz pickup. 
And Kadeem, I watched him from his rookie year. He said, man, I'm out of my element. i got to learn this whole it's thing. Tough. That what you want to see is the guy who blocked like Walter, blocked like Matt. Uh, those guys who are, are, number one, they're great with blitz pickup, and they've got good hands, which Jeremy Lankford didn't really show he, last year. He had so you need drops. to win your quarterback's confidence because if that starts to get shaky, now we've got Jay Cutler. You know, That's, again, with the bigger question for the offense. You cannot afford to have Jay go back to what he was. No, and, and at the confidence of a quarterback, especially as a running back, it's, it's pretty big. And not only for – for your quarterback, it's also for your offensive line as well. You know, mm-hmm. when they see that you're picking up blitzes and helping out, that you this is oh. you'll be invited to the O line dinner. Yeah, you'll be you know you're a part of that you're a part of that clique. And so, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm anxious to see because you get rid of Slauson and Cody Whitehair is going to be that guy that's going to that's going to come in. You know, you get him in the second mm-hmm. round, he's going to come in and fit that spot. Watching his film and how when he played tackle in college. I told Sean feet feet. I mean, it, it, his technique is through the roof. And so I, I feel like if he was able to do that, and I know the college and the pro game are two different things, but if you can do that on the outside, you put him mm-hmm. in the inside where he's got two people around him where he can, in some ways, how we saw a guy like Kyle Long, who I mean, pro bowl in, I mean, just unbelievable feet inside as well. This could be a mirror of having two guys that are the they're ins- athletes, they're athletes that are inside that are just going to be able to be stables and rocks for years. Well, and they also are really fit the the scheme. And again, they brought Ted Larson in. You got already got competition at yeah. a guard position. Again, not a sexy position to talk about. But but if, if but if they're not solid there, we're talking about the sack totals going exactly. up. Um, what is so impressive, I think, or so interesting to watch? Again, these are things you watch at training camp. You mentioned Cody Whitehair, quick. Coronas Grassou, again, we'll have a question whether or not he's got the strength and so forth. But think of the type of guys they're bringing in. They're zone block. They're, they're mobile. They're, they're not, again, at this, point, at this point in his career, Matt Slauson was a, a mauler. Now, Kyle Long can do that, but Kyle's also a, a, an athlete. So I think they've gotten guys that really are going to fit a you know zone, you know, a, a, not a pulling system, but, yeah. but they're going to be mobile. They're going to be quick, and that's, and again, they need running backs that are going to get to those holes. You know, as a blocker, you don't be... Holding your Mike, where are you, pal? You know the handoffs <laughs> behind. Where, Jeremy, where are you? Get up here, son. Yeah, and that's where you saw the move happen. Where it was, you know, they got rid of sauce, and I think a lot of people, especially myself, a lot of people t- upset about that move. Yeah, but yeah. only I and, think the and reason that leads why- me to ask the question: Who will this roster or this team miss the most? Of course, production-wise, you look right at Matt Forte, but I'm talking about temperament, versatility. Slauson, Forte, some of the other guys you lost on the defensive end, what one person going into this training camp in year do you think the Chicago Bears would look at and say, man, we're really going to miss that guy? We would love to have him, but I'd we just couldn't do it. Oh, goodness, Moon? Don't you Moon? Think? I mean, Moon, I get, why Martin, are, you, are you on the same wavelength as I am? Oh. Because, I, listen, I was going to say him as well, and I was thinking, man, because with Slauson, the, big, the reason why I think people were upset about that move was because – you always need depth at the offensive line. And what we're seeing now in the NFL and what we're seeing in the college game as well is that these is more guys like like Kyle Long. Not I'm not talking about the same talent, but guys that can play multiple positions and not always have to be That was the one thing you loved about Sawson. If you needed him to play guard, he could do that. If it's you needed center. him at center, he could whatever you need him to do, he's versatile enough to be able to do that. That's where the game's changing. So but in this game that we're talking about changing, 
And one thing that I know about Jay Cutler, he loves his tight end. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know when you look at depth. Zach Miller had a, had a great couple of games, played well. Injuries have always been an issue for him. Yeah, now, what hard. do you have behind him? Marty, Marty was Marty. Marty I mean, was Marty. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. Can't you know? Can't miss uh, sound bites sometimes. But nobody was a bigger student of the game. You know, Cutler used to just marvel at the notes that Ben. I mean, he bring bring up a question. Well, you know, two weeks ago we did this, and you know, he'd have a note on it. So I'm not sure he fit the temperament. You know, with. Um, uh, Maybe in the mold of Brandon Marshall. I think yeah. he had a lot of things off the field he was really interested in doing. Not a, that's not a character problem. No. But you know, if you start to question the football character, I, I think you're just you're going to miss a six foot six inch tight end who can and will block and who can give you eighty to you know or seventy to ninety catches. That's, that's hard to replace. It, it's really hard to it, replace. It, it, you can't as much of maybe issues that you might have had. And yeah. I get it. I, I I'm not going up against the Bears saying that that was a bad move. I understand. In an organization that you're trying to build, when you take over and you have certain ways that you want to do things or certain how guys are and their personalities, I totally get it. But in this game of football, look where he went. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo or not. I mean, He's pretty happy to be teamed up to, with, I mean, with Gronk. You, got, you, yeah. have, you have Gronk. They haven't had that since Aaron Hernandez, which yeah. – which was, I, I, which was if Gronk kept going like he was going, just imagine what the crazy things that they would have done as a tandem. And it's hard nowadays to – But that these even two makes tight their ends. running game even more dangerous oh. now. Yes. Yeah, that's a matchup. Double tight end, play action, you, that's but, one of the but, best formations. But you have two guys that are towers that can block. Yeah. Yeah. Now the Bears have none. Getting, now the Bears have none. Home. And, you know, and, and Zach Miller is – I think he may have been faster than Marty, but you know he's smaller, so he's not the he's not the so, line blocker that that Marty was. And Marty worked on his blocking. You, you see at training camp, he was. You tell me who got better because when he was here, and I, you know I say this because I watched him. I watched him over time. I watched him at Miami. I watched him in Chicago, and I watched him as he moved on to Carolina. But Greg Olson, when he was here, yeah. wasn't the best blocker. But he could run routes and catch. I mean, do whatever you need to do. That sacrificed a little bit of what the Bears could do offensively in running the football because now you're trying to figure out other ways. H backs, bringing guys that, that can, you know, and, and the Bears. The Bears may go with a with a fullback. With a fullback. Got a fullback this year. Listen, I have no problem with the fullback. Bring it back. Let's. If you really want, listen. What division are, is this Bears team in? The NFC North. Guess what? When it gets cold outside and you got to be outside, it, certain places, Green Bay here in Chicago, Smash Mouth football. I know another team that's going to be doing it. I know the Vikings. I mean, they're predicated on running the football. Now they have some more weapons on the outside, but you still got AP, who to me is the best back in yeah, the game. Yeah, what do you five, four or five a carry last year? I, what if he's lost something? I, he's one of those guys, you know, sometimes he, being Erlacher went through it, you know, you lose a year, remember he had the broken the thumb. Yeah. Uh, or the wrist. And and sometimes that year off actually adds a year at the back end, uh-huh. which sometimes young players, you know, the veterans will say, you know, a kid gets hurt in camp or he's no. going to miss a year. and they're, they're, you, Of course you're down. But I remember Mark Bortz, once upon a time, there was a guard they had drafted and, and uh, Todd Perry was hurt. And, and Borchi said, son, you just added a year at the back end. So, yeah. look, again, you don't want to miss time. No. But th- that's, that's you know, there's a positive in that. So, I, 
I think AP may be added a year at the back end for the time he had to miss with the uh, year off. Oh so man, plus this, a knee injury and this, this dude. No, I think you're, and you got Eddie Lacy in Green Bay. Well, he doesn't need it. He he is a fullback, <laughs> uh, you know, whatever. So it, that how, the shape that the Bears' offense takes. Again, we've got Dowell Loggins, another. He's going to. He is committed to running the ball more. The Bears ran about forty six percent of the time last year, which yeah. is interesting for a six and ten team. You think, well, they must have been airing it out because they're always behind, which they really weren't on a couple of games. Most of the time, they're in the games. Yeah, obviously, Washington, San Francisco, you were the ones that just got away. Right. Um, but they're committed to even running at the ball more, so they may go like the old, like the Steelers used to with you know, with with Bettis and so forth. They'd run fifty to fifty five percent of the time. That's where they'd like to go. But to your point, Jared, do they need a fullback? They need somebody. They need somebody. You need either t- either Marty Bennett or, or Bennett Gronk, or you need a fullback because you, well, you otherwise hope, you're running out almost spread personnel. You, you, you better hope that Zach Miller can stay healthy for the entire yeah. season because if not. Well, they got the kid from Harvard. Come on. <laughs> That's found money. Well, undrafted free agents, they're found money when you get them. They, I mean, no, no slight on Harvard or anybody, but. You know, they're, they're, I mean, Tom Waddle once pointed with time was an under, John Randall's in the hey, Hall of Fame as an undrafted free agent. Listen, anything can happen.